Hey everybody, welcome back to Megan's Old Office. My name is J.D. Gorlatt. I'm the senior pastor here at Dundee Presbyterian Church, and I'm joined once again by my good friend Keith Holmes, who is the director of, I don't know what he does, small yeah. groups, mission Missions. activities. Oh, I do a lot. I do a lot. Do you? Yeah, actually. Is there a list somewhere? There's, there's yeah. a list somewhere. Whatever. Hello everybody, welcome back. He just keeps showing up. He's like that guy from the from Office Space. <laughs> Remember him? He kept on showing up even though he didn't get paid. We yeah, don't have you on the payroll. You know, Why are you here? He's got a red stapler and everything. Yeah, you guys have seen the movie. You know what we're talking about. What? Uh, how are you, my good man? I am doing well. We I am are, actually doing very well. We're in our second uh, episode uh, covering the Psalms, and we're going to be doing this for several weeks because there, if you haven't noticed, man, there's a lot of Psalms. <laughs> And last, there's 150 of them, and last week we covered five of them because they're all of the same topic, and that was praise. Yes. We're shifting gears this week to talk about doubt, mm-hmm. and we have three uh, psalms for you. We're not going to read them to you because, as Pete, uh, as uh, uh, Keith pointed out last week, if we read this, the, in some cases we will read them, but in most cases it would take up the whole most of the show to read them right. to you. So our three psalms today, to cue you up, dear listener, are Psalm 73, Psalm 77, in Psalm 94, and we're going to be talking about the topic of doubt. Um, so to open us up, Keith, uh, uh, when when did you doubt? Do you remember a time? When did you oh, doubt? I'm, Keith and dear listener, when how did that? I, I can't count the times I've doubted yeah. in myself. Is it always the same form? Oh, no, no. I mean, uh, you know, my... And and I will say, you know, I even to this day, there are times when I doubt God, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you know, is this really what you want to do, God? Right. I mean, that's doubt. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I doubted. I doubted coming to Dundee. I mean, is let's just start here at the beginning of my time with at Dundee, which I would never trade for a million years, and will will continue to be here as long as God wants me here. So. But getting me here was a bit of a chore for him, I think, because I doubted. I'm like, are you sure, God? Mm. I, I don't want to work there. I want to work at my old church. I think you haven't been listening to my prayers, God. It's, you know, I want to work for you at my own church, you know. And so so it's like, okay, are you sure? And, and then he proved to me that he was sure by a series of events that just ended up being, okay, I guess obviously this is where I'm meant to go. Yeah. And so, um, but, so, the, but I doubt, a doubt in myself is probably a biggest one, right? You know, I doubt, uh, am I doing this right? Am I doing it, or am I doing it the best way I can? For the right reasons. For the right reasons. Oh, certainly always, right? What are my motivations? Cause that's huge to me. So, so there's doubt in that. Um, yeah, you know, I, uh, there's, I doubt there's a time that I don't doubt. You uh, you took my answer, and it's a good. I mean, just the com- the completeness of doubt, the constant refrain of doubt. Right. And I, uh, in one sermon that I preached uh, when I first came here, I just called it doubt. Yep. And I uh, and I talked about the point that really got a strong reaction from people was me uh, declaring that doubt wasn't in and of itself such a bad thing. That doubt, I declared to them, doubt's a natural part of, of faith. Right. That anybody who says that they have faith without any doubt at all is lying to you. Yeah. Um, that, that, it, that doubt is the opposite and natural other side of, of that coin. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, the problem uh, is is not doubt. The problem is certainty. I, I, I've yeah. often said yeah. the opposite of faith 
is not doubt. The opposite of faith is certainty. If you are certain of something, you, you don't, don't have, it. there is no faith. Right. There's no, there's no believing. You're certain of it. So, right. uh, and God, it's impossible to, to please God without faith. Uh, says the book of Hebrews, I believe it's Hebrews. Uh, so what does that tell you? God is, God is okay uh, knowing that doubt is going to come into it, yeah. but he is going to constantly push you to believe right. and to trust. And if you're going to do that, you're, by nature, doubt is going to be lingering here. Uh, and you want to overcome it, but you also don't want to set the goal for yourself of never having any doubt at all because that's an unreasonable goal. And me talking about that in that sermon years ago, really, some people said that it really kind of set them free uh, from, because they had this 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 guilt, if you will, about and there is. doubting. Right, well, the shame, you know. Uh, guilt and shame for doubting God, yeah. but I, I, I'm, I'm a child of God. How can I doubt? Uh, I think, you know, just using your earthly parents as an example, did you ever doubt your dad? Did you ever doubt your mom? Sure. Sure. How about I your mean, spouse or your right. kids? Exactly. You know, of you know? course, you, of course, you did, uh, and yet that doesn't mean that you don't love them, and and you don't believe in them. Right. You don't believe that they can do things. Right. You know, and and it doesn't mean that you're some kind of an awful person for having that doubt. Right. You know, exactly it's, it's right. There. So uh, doubt, uh, doubt it happens particularly is close closely tied to difficult times. It is closely tied to stuff that happens in our lives that do not make sense, that do not m pass our bar of logic right. that we see in our lives, yep. world events, uh, uh, different um, uh, people, groups of people, authorities um, acting in certain ways that, that indicate to us or give us the thought that, hmm, maybe God's not in charge, maybe God doesn't know what, he, what yeah. he's doing. And so that brings us into our study today, our discussion of these three psalms. It's the topic of doubt, and it is as expressed in the three psalms that we've chosen today, 73, 77, and 94, and we certainly encourage you to, to have it, your Bible open to those places as we, as we talk and to study them in your own time. And it, as we set the pattern from last week, we have four questions for you uh, of these psalms, and we encourage you to write them down. I'm going to go through all four of them, and we'll come back to number one. Number one is what lines from these psalms speak to you. I'm going to throw to Keith for his response on that in a moment. Mm -hmm. When in your history have you been in the psalm? We, here at Megan's Old Office, we're always trying to put you into the Scripture. Right. You've heard us use that phraseology before. When have you been in this place where, where this Scripture is? And number, number three, how is the psalmist, the psalmist is a word for the one who wrote the psalm, the psalmist, how is the psalmist similar to you and different from you? Mm -hmm. And then last but not least, how would you pray this psalm? Because we want in this segment, talking about psalms, we want to teach you how to pray the psalms, either word for word or in kind of a paraphrase, right. uh, which a lot of people do. It's really a great discipline. And so. I have, yep, absolutely. So let's go with number one. What lines from these psalms, Psalm 73, 77, and 94, what lines jumped out or really spoke to you? Well, as I read through them, I, I really I really liked Psalm 77. Mm -hmm. The opening, the, opening the, the scenario here, I really, I see it. I, I, it's just, it's amazing. And that is... I cry, out, I cry aloud to God, aloud to God, that he may hear me. In the day of my trouble, I seek the Lord. In the night, my hand is stretched out without wearying. My soul refuses to be comfort. I think of God and I moan. I meditate and my spirit faints. I commune with my heart in the night. 
I meditate and search my spirit. Will the Lord spurn forever and never again be favorable? Favorable? His, has his steadfast love ceased forever and his promises at an end of all time? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in, his, in anger shut up his compassion? And, and it goes on to talk about just basically not being able to sleep, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, and those really resonate because there are days at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning when I'm laying in bed, my eyes are wide open, I'm staring at the ceiling, and I'm just, I am right where he is, you know? I am just lifting my hand without wearying, just saying, God. But then in the same moment, did he take it away? Is it not there? What have I done? I mean, could I, could I do something so bad as to not? And, and that whole mixture of emotions in those passages really just spoke to me. See, that is really good stuff uh, because his, your, I love the line, without wearying. My, I, I, hand out my, my, I stretch out in the night. My hand is stretched out without wearying. Mm-hmm. In other words, I keep doing that. But yep. then the next line is, my soul refuses to be comforted. Right, exactly. So I keep physically doing this. I keep physically reaching out. I keep praying with my words, and yet I don't get comforted. Okay, in the context of what we're talking about, doubt. I mean, that's a, that's a wonderful expression of doubt and suffering and where right. the heck are you god what are you right. doing i'm trying i'm not giving up but i feel like giving up and right yeah uh, you know and all the, the, this titanic struggle and and uh, um, for me the lines that you know i want to go over to psalm 73 uh, it says um, uh, it says but as for me my feet had almost stumbled my steps had nearly slipped for and then he says why yeah. You know, so we know I, I, I almost stumbled, I almost slipped, and he's, look at why, he, why that happened. He says, for I was envious. That's why I almost stumbled or slipped. Right. I was envious of the arrogant. I saw the prosperity of the wicked. That's why I nearly stumbled and slipped. For they have no pain. Their bodies are sound and sleek. They are not in trouble as others are. They are not plagued by, like other people. Isn't it the truth? Amen. He's saying, I, I, I'm experiencing doubt. I'm struggling with my faith, my relationship with God. Why? Because I look over there at that guy who I know doesn't care a whit about God at all, and he's just flying around, and he's got it easy. He's prosperous. Yeah, he's, he's skiing in the mountains. He's got a boat and everything else. Right. And then it drops down and says, but, but when I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me a wearisome task until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I perceived therein. I was suffering from this, from envy, from anger at other people. Yep. And, and I suffered from them. I, I couldn't understand it. It was wearisome to me. But then I went to church. I sat in a sanctuary, and I perceived the end of this. Then I got re-centered, refocused. My right. rhythm returned. Uh, and he says, in the end, he says, Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth that I desire other than... So this complete transformation, he went there. He went to envy, to doubt. He yeah. stumbled. He, he tripped around. He got angry, perhaps. Uh, yeah. He got consumed oh, by he that. Did. But then he got re-centered, and he realized, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. I was failing. It's both. It's, not, it's both and, not either or. My flesh and my heart fail. That does happen. But God is also the strength of my heart and my portion yeah. forever. And, and like a, a lot of psalms, all three of these psalms, I mentioned this last week, they 
end on an uptick. And yes. this Psalm 73 is a great example. It ends with, but for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the Lord God my refuge to tell of all your works. Check out the last verses of Psalm uh, 73 that I just read in Psalm 77 in Psalm uh, 94. They end on a, they, they express uh, they express struggle and pain. Look at the opening of Psalm 94, Keith. It says, O Lord, you God of vengeance, you God of vengeance, shine forth. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Give to the proud what they deserve. Man, what if I prayed like that in church? Okay, today we're not going to pray to the God of grace or the God of mercy. I'm going to pray to the God of vengeance. Come on, man. I'm mad at all these people that are uh, that are prospering because I know they're all jerks. And Come on, God, lay them out. You Why know? does you know? Yeah. And but even then, he that that one who says that prayer comes back right. around to God being his stronghold. Exactly. The Psalms are not afraid to go on that journey and let you do that. So. Uh, absolutely. I mean, and that's and, and and here we see the Word of God teaching us also that it's okay to doubt. Yes. Because you, but but go on the journey and come to the same conclusion, to the same end point that these guys come to, right? Which is, but you, O oh Lord, are my stronghold. Yeah. There is nothing I could desire that's better than you. And along those lines, Keith, it also the Psalms teach us, these Psalms and others, teach us that it is okay to be honest with God. Absolutely. God can take a punch. <laughs> all right? It's yep. you know, he already knows that you're envious of this moron right. over here. He already right. knows that that's simmering in your soul. And yet as Christians, somehow we've bought into the lie that Christianity, what Christianity is, is just putting on this facade and acting as if, oh no, I don't think that. No, good for you. You yes. won Miss America. I'm so happy for you. When really right. yeah, I wanted to I, win I, Miss America. I, I wanted to be Miss America. I wanted to be Miss America, and, and you're envious, and you're 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 caught yeah, up in that. These yeah. psalms are, they're honest, and, right. and they and and instead of just reading them and saying, "Oh, that's interesting," no, pray them. Yeah. Look at the permission that God is giving you to be real, to yep. be honest, Absolutely. to say, "I doubt this. I'm angry about that. Amen. This is where I'm at." And then let God take that and, and transform you. Absolutely. It gives us that per permission. So. Which leads us perfectly into the next question. When in your history have yeah, you and been wanna, in this song? And I'm going to cue you up because there we were go. talking before the, 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 the show about this question. When in your history have you been in this song? Meaning when your life was really mirroring where this psalm yep. and what the psalmist is saying yep. here. Yeah, when was your? You've got and, a story, and I've got and I've got it. Psalm seventy three. I actually went as far as to memorize Psalm seventy three during that time, when when this was going on. Why did because you, why did you feel that what this was perfectly in tune. Which you know, spoiler for the third one. This is where I am similar to the psalmist, right? Yes. This is this was my situation in Psalm seventy three. So. I was working for a company. I won't say the name. I'll just give you the initials, HP. <laughs> <laughs> I've wanted to say that joke for so many years. Wow, I just uh, really don't. Yeah. What does what, HP? What does the HP mean? Jeez. But anyway, I was working for the company, I was, and, and, and at the time, the CEO was caught in an affair. He was, he was being unfaithful to his wife. He was carrying on with another woman. And he was going to have, they were spending money out at dinners and, and all these meals and hotel rooms and all, or all over the world, wherever he went, she seemed to be there. And, and he was using corporate funds for this, for this 
infidelity. And, I, and that's the worst for me. So I'm really upset about the entire situation. I mean, this it, it ticks all the boxes of righteous wrath, in my opinion, right? Because it was unjust? Because it was unjust. And this is why. Because this man who had done all these terrible things to not only his, his wife, his, his family, he did it on company money. And we have had this code of conduct handed to us that we all had to read, go through training, sign, and... That he approved. That he approved, and two-facedly goes out and breaks ev- practically every point in this code of conduct. And at the end of it all, the company decides to sweep it under the carpet, so they hand him his two, or excuse me, his $22 million exit bonus and send him on his way. He, he got $22 million. If I had done that as the peon that I was in that corporation, there were floors of lawyers that would have descended upon me mm-hmm. and taken my home and my family and ruined everything you know, financially and everything. This guy not only gets away scot-free, but he gets paid for it mm-hmm. tw- to the tune of $22 million. Yeah. And, and you, talk, you read 73, guys. Read 73. And it is... They wear, you know. Therefore, pride is their necklace. Violence covers them like a like a garment. Their eyes swell out of the fatness. Their hearts overflow with follies. They scoff and speak with malice. They threaten oppression. They set their mouths against heaven. Their tongues range over the. I mean, that language is just this guy completely not caring about anybody but himself. You memorized the psalm in that time. What did that do? That helped because you said it. The one line, the one line that really you, it builds, it builds, it builds, and then it gets to the line that says, "But when I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me a wearisome task. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I perceived their end." Did you do that? I did. I sat and I'm like God, and I'm yelling at God. I mean, I He has given me permission here. I yeah, mean, we're talking right. about how God is giving me, and I'm like, "What are you doing, God? What are you doing? What? Why? Why are you not? You know, we're right back to the beginning of Psalm 94. Lord, a vengeance! Come on, God, get him! Right? You know, and and so here I am, and and. He's and he oh, he did get him. Mm-hmm. He opened my eyes to what was going to happen. He I perceived that man's end. Mm-hmm. That all of that twenty two million and everything else he de- he gets in his life is going to mean nothing for eternity. And that was not only did God allow me to see that and comfort me that way, it also got me to pray for that man that he would know who Christ was, that he would, he would find God and through Jesus Christ and know what he did was wrong and repent of it and come to Christ. Basically, just come join me in heaven. It, sound, it sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, that, that, uh, that you had an expectation of how God was going to work, right. and then God didn't, mm-hmm. uh, or didn't in the timing that you expected, and that brought anger. Mm-hmm. And you might say, we might, those listening might say, well, this isn't really about doubt so much as it is about 
Oh, anger, and and I know I think the line between those two is is fairly thin. And I doubted very much during that time. You like, were well, definitely well, angry. Oh heavens, yes. I mean, just the thought of someone doing that and getting away with it and getting paid twenty two million dollars to do it. So your anger, your anger, where's God led, in all this? Right. So your yeah. anger led to doubt. I'm sorry right. to interrupt. Yeah. No, but, no, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, it, it, and, and, right. and I wonder about that and how deep seated our anger is about certain social situations or mm-hmm. so, certain. Uh, familial uh, situations or whatever uh, occupational situations where we uh, uh, you know we see what's going on and and uh, we get angry that God isn't doing what just as you said and then that leads us to say to, to, to doubt in the form of well you're God you're not acting executing right. the way I expected right. in the time that I expected the reasons I expected so right. therefore I doubt that you're in charge yeah. you know it starts with that you're angry you have this righteous anger in this mm-hmm. story but then it's like okay well, God doesn't have it doesn't look like God shares my emotion of it it doesn't right. look like God shares my priority so therefore I'm going to doubt that God, is in charge that right. God exists or that God cares about me, uh, it, you know, or that God loves me. I think, yeah, I think that they're, the, they're closely tied. Right, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the lead, the lead doubt for me was, does he even care? Yes. You know, because again, infidelity being such a huge anger, uh, um, a thing that sparks anger and, and absolute just, ooh, I don't like it, right? And and yet here we see this, and I'm like, well, God, don't you even care? Mm-hmm. Don't you even care about this 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 poor woman that he's married to, his family, what he's doing to them, what he's doing? And you know, sure, he's spending company money. I don't like that, mm-hmm. you know. But why 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 do you not? How could you do that? Or how could you allow that to happen? Yeah. And in the end, I see their end. I I go to the sanctuary of the Lord, and I see how they will end. And 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 that breaks me mm-hmm. when I see that because I don't want anyone to go to hell. I don't want anyone to suffer hell. Mm-hmm. And so I do what I do with that in mind. I'm like, listen to these words. Let the Holy Spirit work in your life. Don't don't yeah. buy into the lie. Whatever I say, it's because I don't want you to go to hell. I mean, you know, and I laugh sometimes, say, oh, there's a few people I wouldn't mind, right? But in fact, no, I don't want, I mean, cause, because I think I understand what hell is, yeah. you know? I mean, the Bible teaches us what that is. And, I, I, and so, but it's like, well, don't you even care, God? Don't, yeah. don't you care about them? Don't and you, it's interesting, the, yeah, it's interesting, Keith, that, that, that God allows us to get to that place mm-hmm. where we would be saying those kind of right, questions. Right. Where, I mean... Uh, in my relationships, uh, I don't, I don't even, I want to keep people from thinking even the slightest wrong thing about me. Mm-hmm. God is like, no, nah, I'm happy to just let you just kind of wander off into that place of questioning, of yeah. doubt, right, of doubt yep. of my character. Uh, because in that moment, which is a great story, it's you know we can see that we can see you in that. And uh, it is a time where anger led to doubt. It led to questioning, and who hasn't mm-hmm. been there? And uh, but but it stands out to me that God let you and has let me and everybody else mm-hmm. have those questions. He doesn't run along trying to plug the hole in that night. He's right. like, well, let's let let's the water let, run for yeah. a little while and see how you're going to react to it right. and how you're going to wrestle. So, but obviously there's some value in being confronted with the honest condition of the world, the honest injustices yep. of the world. Yep. And there's some blessing and there's, there, there's something beneficial that God sees in us 
really wrestling with those questions and with those doubts that, that there's a fruit that can produ be produced only by means of doing that yes. rather than having everything make sense all the time. And, but boy, uh, wouldn't, isn't it great to have things make sense all the time? Wasn't that the better choice? Well, isn't that what we assume God is there to do, and yet uh, God, it, that's not how it <laughs> happens. In fact, believing in God has filled me with more questions than it has. Right. You know, it's filled me with a lot of answers. I've got a lot of perspective, a lot of answers. But I am not out of questions, and I keep getting more uh, all, along the way. And 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 God, uh, clearly, God's cool with that, yeah. uh, with having unanswered questions right. and doubts and things like this. Now, I want to lead back because uh, we're we're moving to the last portion here and and of our show. And and uh, how is the psalmist similar and different from you? Uh, it, for me, uh, you know, Psalm ninety four. Again, I want to point you to because I just. <laughs> Keith, I just love you. I do. I mean, I love this open of this psalm. I, I just love it. Uh, so how is the, this psalm is similar and different from you? The psalm is, oh, <laughs> oh, Lord, you God of vengeance, you God of vengeance, shine, <laughs> shine forth. What does it mean for a God of vengeance to shine forth? Man, that is... That is not a that is not a happy thing. No, uh, you are not asking for right you are not asking for sunshine and flowers. Oh, rise up, oh judge of the earth! Give to the proud what they deserve. I mean, this is this is the this is uh, uh, the book of Revelation all over. Uh, right. And and uh, oh Lord, you got a vision. So how am I like this psalmist? I, you know that line elicits in me the and reminds me that that feeling Keith is in me about about stuff in our world, about seeing people suffer at the hands. You know, I mean, I think of, of, of trafficking of little kids. Oh, and I yeah. Think of, I think of injustices against the innocent, the, the, the weak, and, and, and that people do, uh, scams that, that people pull on the elderly, all mm -hmm. kinds of stuff. In it. Right. And, 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 and if you care at all... You, yeah. You're going to have the emotion that these two lines express. Oh, God, revenge and, and vengeance shine forth, oh, God, and, and do something and all that kind of stuff. And that's where I'm like the psalmist. I mm -hmm. have that in me. But unlike the psalmist, I don't speak like that. Mm. I bury it down and act like yeah. it's not there. It, maybe under the assumption that I don't have, I, it would be wrong for me to say to God. And right. Maybe God's saying, come on, J.D., belch that out. Right. Come on, man. Right. I know it's there. Again, the Psalms give us, uh, gives a, give us space to be open, space right. to be real, space to yep. be vulnerable, space to be honest, yep. space to be raw. Yep. Uh, and and, and the, the wrong assumption is that Christianity is a deal where we just, you know, we feel those things, but we cover them up. And I've bought into that lie. I, I, I have too. And, and the psalmist doesn't, and right. that's where he's different from me. Right. He's like me because he feels what, what and he reacts the way I write. Right. But unlike me, he just goes to God and lets him have it. Yep. And maybe I need to do a better job of that. And, and ever since I read Psalm 73, I've allowed myself to do it more than, than I used to. Yeah. It's like, okay, God, you're in control. You're fine. Everything's fine. You know, that one of the, the guys sitting there drinking coffee in a burning house. Everything, oh, this is fine. You know, <laughs> you know it's, everything's okay. And, but that burning house is the emotions I'm feeling, and I, I'm repressing them. But, yeah, I see in these Psalms, but, again, I want to I stress how, how I'm how I'm different or used to be different, but, but have come and I'm nowhere near finished. Right. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect at this any day of the week. Um, 
But it comes back around to, but you, O God, are my stronghold. But for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the Lord God my refuge. For example, in 73, that, that, but you That's have become 90. my stronghold is 94. Right. You, um, you know, your way was through the sea, your path through the mighty waters, and your footprints were unseen. You led the pe- your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. God is leading us. He is in control. He is taking care of us. How much more I want to be like that, mm. that I can, I can stand before God and say, what are you thinking, God? Yeah. But then have that, have that moment in each one of them where it's like, oh, that's right. Yeah. You are God. I'm going to look to you for being my refuge, my stronghold, my leader. Right. And that leads to the final question of how would you pray this psalm? And we're going to continue to say, you can pray these psalms word for word. You can read them to God, memorize them as Keith did uh, Psalm 73. It's a great practice. It's a great discipline. And you can pray them to God word for word, and it gives you great uh, language, and that's a foolproof prayer. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you can also put them in in your own words. And I, I react strongly with what you just said. All three of these psalms of anger, of doubt, of struggling... Uh, come back to these lines of uh, these these lines of faith. You pointed them out. If you look at all three psalms, they come back to to this these these lines. Yeah. Uh, in each of these, the psalmist is writing a line from his own experience. And so, it, when it comes to the question of how would you pray this psalm, maybe I, I go for a walk with God for forty five minutes, and I and I start off the uh, the walk with some of this. Hey, what are you thinking? What God? are you doing? Yeah. I don't yeah. like this. I hate this. But. Um, uh, and I think you ought to. I don't think you're doing a very good job. But then by the end of the walk, I'm saying, you know, God, I remember this time in your my life right. when you were faithful, and I am just going to trust in that because that's the pattern, and that's that's the journey that the psalmist yeah. goes on. Right. I don't have to say the exact same language. Maybe I should, but. I have a different experience, but it is the same experience of feeling those difficult emotions, but then also it is undeniable I've seen the goodness of God. Amen. Why wouldn't I why wouldn't I believe that I will see it again? Right. I should end the I should end my prayers with that. There's with a great contemporary Christian song out right now I listen to uh, occasionally and it it is like, you know, did he do it? then he will again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the sort of the lyrics I paraphrase, but it's just a we fun little point. but yeah. you know, you get it. Did he do it? Right. Then he's going to do it again. Take right. it easy. If he wasn't faithful, he yeah. wouldn't be worth it. Exactly. Now, I, I will say in Psalm 77, I, I, you know, to help with doubt, I find these to be very comforting, kind of going along with what you said. Uh, in 77, I will call to mind the deeds of the Lord. I will remember your wonders of old. I will meditate on all there your you works and muse on your mighty deeds. Your way, O God, is holy. What God is so great as our God? Yeah, that's a good point. I love, don't you love, I will muse on your mighty deeds. You know, just kind of sit there and and simmer in memory about the great things that you did. That's time well spent, brother. Isn't that better than dwelling on the hurt and the pain Mm -hmm. and the doubt? Is musing on the goodness of God. See how that changes you. Exactly. So these Psalms were written a long time ago. Still, still got something to say. Still useful today, aren't they? I think so. It's amazing. Thanks for joining us here on Megan's Old Office. I thought that was a pretty good show. I like this I one. I think everybody's going to be back next week, don't I you? don't doubt it. <laughs> we'll see you then. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Megan's Old Office. Brought to you by Dundee 
Presbyterian Church. Please like, subscribe, and share so you and your friends can keep up with us every time we post. You can learn more about us and our church at dpcomaha.org. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash dpcomaha or on Instagram at Megan's Old Office. You can contact us through email at megansoldoffice at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening today. We truly appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.